You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. Shalom and welcome back to another Torah Sparks episode. You know, sometimes you see something so bizarre and you're like, I'm just never going to forget this image. Like, this is a sight I'll probably never forget. And I had one of those a couple of years ago. I was driving on the highway, minding my own business, you know, doing my thing, driving. And all of a sudden, like, I just couldn't help but notice that from my peripherals, I, I think it was on the right side, um, there was this big red Jeep. And I noticed there was a person in the back seat And if I was writing this, I would put the word person in quotes. The reason why, because it wasn't really a person. Um, It was a full-body skeleton um, that was strapped with a seatbelt in the back seat. I'm telling you, this was crazy. First of all, the driver of of this big red Jeep, he was like full-body tattooed. The back seat had this person who was a skeleton who was strapped in a seatbelt. There was a big giant flag with like um, a skull and crossbones on the back and to top it off uh the license plate read unh01y which from uh if you take a step back it really spells unholy and i was thinking like this is crazy you know people do unholy things people can think unholy things but it's another level and this to be honest is part of the world we are living in today where it's very scary that they actually preach things that are unholy there it's actually um it's like it's advertised that being unholy is cool, and this is this is very very scary, and it's it's a sight I'll probably never forget. This unholy license plate and the and the skull and the and just everything about it. And this is the perfect parsha. This is the perfect week to discuss it. Um, you know, we're a couple weeks into Sphere so Omer, and this week we're going to be reading in the Torah. At least here in America, we're going to be reading from Parsha's Kedoshim. Kedoshim, Kedoshim to you is the is the Torah, is Hashem's way of telling us Kedoshim to you. You are holy people. You are holy individuals, and it, it's interesting. You know, when we talk about being holy and things like that, it's important that we realize that the people around us, our brothers and sisters, they are holy, and we ourselves are holy. The Torah tells us also in this week's parsha, "V'yahavta l'reacha kamocha." You shall love your friend like you love yourself, and it's pointed out that you can only really love your friend if you love yourself. If you know what it means to love, if you know what it means to respect yourself, to love yourself, to have that level of of oneness with yourself. You know, we speak a lot about achtas with other people, but achtas really starts within oneself, having internal achtas, not having self-deception, not having um, that self-discrimination and things like that. Again, which is all normal, and we do it all the time as human beings, but we have to be able to come to the realization that we have something to offer to this world, that we are a crucial component to this world, and I can offer something to the world that no one else can, and that person can offer something to the world that I can't. And we 
are all needed, we are all essential, and we are all vital. is internally telling us we have to love ourselves. We have to find that within ourselves, that connection, that something meaningful. We have to find the, our, our talents, our weaknesses, our strengths, our chisronos, all of it together. We have to find where we are valuable, what we can do. And it takes time, it takes effort, but it's interesting. You know, the words, love your friend like you love yourself, is bigamatria, has a numerical value of 820. 820 is split up, if you think about it, divided by 2 is 410 and 410. 410 is the gematria, is the numerical value of kadosh. So kadosh plus kadosh, 410 plus 410, equals 820, which is the numerical value of V'yahavta L'Reacha Kamocha. And my friends, this is fundamental in understanding what the Torah is telling us by V'yahavta L'Reacha Kamocha. It's telling us that just like he is Kadosh, so too I am Kadosh. And just like I am Kadosh, so too he is Kadosh. You know, they say a story from the Sefer Rebbe, Harav, um, Harav Yosef, sorry, Harav Yaakov Yosef Tversky, who was born in 1899 in the town of Skver in Ukraine. And they say a story that he always he always looked for the positive within every Yid, within every Jew. And as a young child, Yaakov, then he wasn't a Rav yet, but Yaakov Yosef Tversky, he was having a discussion with one of his cousins, who was also one of, you know, one of the, ultimately he became one of the leaders of the Chernobyl dynasty. And they were talking about the difference between becoming a Rav or a Rebbe. And, you know, a Rav is a Rav of a shul, like a rabbi of a congregation, and a Rebbe is a Rebbe, a leader of, of Hasidim. And in in their debate, the cousin, the cousin of Yaakov Yosef, he said, "Well, just look at the words how you spell them. Rebbe, a Rebbe, Rebbe is spelled Reish Beis Yud, and Rav for Rabbi Rav is spelled Reish Beis. So Rebbe is better because it has a Yud. A Yud is Yid. It stands for a Jew. So Rebbe to be a Rebbe of Hasidim is better than to be a Rav." Of a, of a shul, because it has that yud. So, okay, very interesting. So what was, and the people listening were like, wow, this, this is very intellectual, this is very, this is very great. And they were wondering, what is Yaakov Yosef Tversky? What is the cousin? What does he have to, what does he have to say? And so when he took the floor, again, he was, a, he was a young boy, but he said, you know, I agree with my cousin that it's better to be a Rebbe, but for a different reason, not because it's spelled with an extra yud, not because it's spelled Reish Beis Yud, as opposed to just Reish the reason why it's better to be a Rebbe is for another reason. You know what he said? He said, he quoted the, the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos in chapter 1, Mishnah 8, which says, and I'll, I'll read it in English, while the litigants stand before the judge, consider them as Rishaim, wicked, only at the culmination of the trial after the verdict has been handed down and they accept it, can they be viewed as tzaddikim, so, as righteous. So the Mishnah is telling us that in the beginning, before you actually judge them the judge has to consider the people in front of him, the litigants, as wicked, as Rishayim. Only after do you see, do you view them as tzaddikim. And so little Rav Yaakov Yosef Tversky said, it's for this reason that I prefer becoming a Rebbe, a Rebbe of a Hasidim, rather than a Rav of a Shul. He said, because I don't 
ever want to be in a position that requires me to view a fellow Jew as wicked for even one moment. And it's the, you know, it's the, it's the job of, of a Rav to hear people out. But if you do that, then according to the Mishnah, for at least the few initial moments, you have to view this person as wicked. So this Rav, Rav Yaakov Yosef didn't want to have anything to do with that. He didn't want to look at another Jew as in the realm of wicked for even a moment. And this is that one of the ideas of kadosh kadosh v'yahavta realizing that every yid's a kadosh, every yid's holy. But it starts from within. It starts from realizing that me myself, I myself am kadosh. I myself am holy. The Gemara in Yevama sixty two b Samach Basement Base tells us that the twelve thousand pairs of students, the twenty four thousand students of the great Rabbi Akiva, died in Parak Echad. In one zman, in one time. And this is the mourning period of Sphiris Omer until they ultimately stop dying on Lag Omer on the 33rd day of the Omer. And what's interesting is the Gemara tells us the reason. Why did they all die? And the Gemara tells us there was this 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 dramatic plague called Oscara. It was terrible disease. The Gemara tells us why it is that they died. It says, because they did not accord honor to one another. The Lakuti Halachos points out, Rav Nasan points out, that the words, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, Baruch Shem, Kavod Machuso, Le'olam Ve'ed, is comprised of 49 letters, which is in the realm, it represents an allusion to the 49 days of Sphir Omer. And in this, we say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, Echad. It's important that we realize during these days that Klal Yisrael is in the realm of Echad, Klai Yisrael is one, we have to have Achdos. But what does it mean really to love Echad? Echad is Bigmatria 13, which is the same as Ava, which means love. And this is what the Lakuti Halachos says. The Lakuti Halachos tells us that the 24,000 students of Rabbi Kiva died during the days of the Omer. Why? The main reason is because they did not have Ava love, which is the same numerical value of Echad. They didn't, they were not one. There was no Ava. There was a lack of love. There was a breach in Abbas Yisrael. There was a, a lack of V'yahavda L'Recha Kamocha. In fact, that's why who out of all people is it the one who said, V'yahavda L'Recha Kamocha, Zeklal Gadol Batorah. Lakuti Halachas points out, you know who that was? Yes, it was the great Rebbe Akiva. It was the Rebbe of these students. He was the one to teach us this lesson because it was his very students who, if I can say, failed in this regard, were not strong in this regard of V'yahavta L'Reach HaKamocha. But what have we been saying all along about V'yahavta L'Reach HaKamocha? Remember what we, what we said? We said it's Bigamatra 8, 820. You know what we said about 820? It's the Gematria of Kadosh and Kadosh. We said the key to V'yahavta L'Reach HaKamocha is first to love yourself. So we can argue and we can suggest that when the Gemara in Yavamas tells us that the 24,000 students of Rabbi Kiva died, deep down, you know what that's telling us? And again, Lakuti Alachus is telling us it was a breach of Yavdalech Kamocha. 
You know what really the Gemara is telling us, perhaps? Mipnei Shalonu Kavod Zelazeh. There was a lack of Kavod for themselves. Not just for the other. That's obvious, if, but that's, that's the next thing. Yes, they didn't have Kavod for one another. But you know what that means internally? It means that there was a lack of Kavod Zelazeh. Each one for themselves. They, there was a lack of Ava. There was a lack of love. There was a lack of Kavod. A lack of respect for each of them individually on their own. And if a person's not going to feel that they themselves are chashav, if a person's not going to feel that my learning matters, then you know what? Then why should they? Why should they continue? In fact, I'm not kidding. Today, I had a student of mine at school. He said, right before Mincha time, he's like, Rebbe, please dive in that it rains. I'm like, what do you mean? Why? He Basically, he has baseball practice, but he didn't want to play baseball. This afternoon, he wanted to work out. So he asked me if I, during Mincha, can daven that that it rains. And I, I, I wanted to shake him like a lulav. like, hello. Pretend his name is David. Maybe his name actually was David. I don't know. You'll never know. Um, David, what do you... What, why, do, why do I have to be the one to daven? You daven to Hashem. Why is he asking me to daven? I, I want to just tell him that Hey, David, you can daven to Hashem. You have a relationship with Him. You are chashiv. Have that self-value. Have that self-respect. Have that self-covet. Have that self-love. Realize that you can do it. You have a connection with Hashem. Um, and we should take this lesson. We have to realize that we have to have that self-respect, that self-honor, that self-value, and realize that we are so important. And Mimela, once we do that and have that self-value, self-respect, self-love, we'll start to love others more. We'll start to respect others more. We'll start to be the wonderful people that we are supposed to be and that we could be. Wishing you a holy week, but before I go, if I could just offer one challenge, please, if you enjoyed, if you gained from this episode, from this podcast, please send to a friend to a family member, to somebody, to one person, just send them the podcast. Send them, say, hey, I listened to this. I think maybe you'll gain from it. Um, and yeah, help me spread the word. Help me spread some Torah sparks. And Demir Tashem, we'll see you next week.